I'm too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Father Lord, we thank you. We praise you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives this morning. We thank you in advance for what God is going to do in us, for us, and what you will do through us. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind it in Jesus' name, and we take victory in the house. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please be seated. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Today's message is titled, You Are in His Plan. You Are in His Plan. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, not you are his plan, but you are in his plan. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you are in his plan. Praise, Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Last night we acknowledged and we honored all of our mothers. We thank the Lord for all of them, for the goodness of God and the grace of God that adorns them. Praise the Lord. Uh, we thank the Lord for all of our sisters who did an excellent job last night. If you were not here, you really missed the service, and we wish that you were here. But it's okay, God willing, next year we will have another one, all right? We prayed for all of you who are here and all of you who are not here, and uh, may the Lord continue to sustain all of us. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, I looked at the fathers yesterday, and they seemed to be lost at distant with all the attention that was given to the mothers. Praise the Lord. Uh, we thank the Lord for all the fathers who made the Mother's Day possible. All right? So, fathers, you have a role too. We thank the Lord for all of you as well. Praise the Lord. So, shall we look into God's Word this morning? God has a plan for each and every one of us. Praise the Lord. the Lord. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Praise the Lord. We want to be assured of the fact that our existence is not an accident. But it is God himself who has formed you and me. Has it ever occurred to you, or has it ever gone through your mind, 
when you looked at yourself, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a little bit, bit heftier. I wish I was a little bit darker. I wish I was a little bit lighter. I wish I was more handsome. I wish I was a bit more beautiful. Anybody? Yeah, almost everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. How often we stand before the mirror and ask the mirror, 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 who is the most handsome fellow on the face of the earth? And when you hear silence from the mirror, you know it's not. But we all go through seasons where self-doubt creeps into our lives. Praise God. Regardless of who you are, where you were born, what your gender is, how smart you are, how beautiful you are, how handsome you are, how intelligent you are. And if none of this applies to you, I just want to remind you from God's word that it is God who has formed you. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is speaking to Jeremiah and he's saying, I formed you in your mother's womb. Praise God. Webster defines the word form, formed as, as formation, as given size, as given shape, as given structure. It talks about appearance, configuration, and on and on and on. So basically what the Bible says, God says that he has formed you in your mother's womb with all of your advantage, with all of the edge that you have, with all of the abilities that you have, with all of the challenges that you have, with all of the hurdles that you have. God has Formed you in your mother's womb. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. God's fingerprint is all over you. Praise God. Your mother's womb was a workshop where God decided to form you into the person that God wanted you to be. Praise God. Amen. And one fine day, you made a grand entry into this world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, it's clear that each and every one of us has been custom made by God. Praise God. You and I are not an end result of a mass production that came out of an assembly line, but rather you and I have been custom made by God. Tell your neighbor, I am custom made. You say that with some conviction? Amen. I don't know about you, but I am custom made. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. God is telling Jeremiah, I formed you. And what else is he saying? I knew you. Praise the Lord. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. When is it that you and I come to know a person? 
There is a time frame for you and I to come, come to know a person. We come, we meet, we introduce ourselves, and slowly, if that relationship blossoms, we get to know a person better. But God is telling Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Only God can say that. Praise the Lord. Only God can say that. That God knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. Praise the Lord. How is that possible? It is possible because God is God. He's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. He knows everything from beginning to the end about each and every one of us. Paul writing to the Ephesians says that he has chosen us in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world. Amen. He has chosen you and me in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world. Hey, I don't know about you, but I feel special. Amen. I feel special that God Almighty, that God who is sovereign, God who is all of wisdom, He chose me before the foundations of the world in Christ Jesus. Jesus, praise God. And he knew everything about me before even my first day on the face of the earth. Praise God. We live in a very impersonal world. You know, the days when people used to interact with people on one-on-one, it's slowly, slowly dwindling. People tend to like the virtual world much more than the reality, than the real world. All of our transactions, thank God for the, for the advancement in technology, all of our transactions are done in front of the computer. We have our laptop or iPads or whatever we have. We are doing everything through it. People sit in different parts of the world and they work as a team. Now, even in the medical science, they can operate a robot remotely. So there's so many things in advanced technology. More and more we see people have become impersonal. I always find it as an irony that we don't take time to, the, to say, hey, what's up to the guy who's sitting next to us, but we spend hours and hours on WhatsApp. We have thousands of friends on our Facebook, but really no friends. So we live in a world that has become so impersonal and detached. We have no clue who our neighbors are. We we use mass transportation, sit with the same people over and over again, and would not even dare to look into their eyes. So detached that sometimes we come to church and then we disappear. Oh my God. Sometimes I sit here and I look at everybody who's here. And then as soon as amen, I step down and I walk and I say hello, hello, hello. And by the time some people have gone. We become so impersonal, so distant. But God is telling Jeremiah, Jeremiah... I 
knew you even before I formed you in your mother's womb. Praise God. God knows us intimately. God knows us intricately. God knows he's the one the psalmist says in Psalm 139, he has formed us in our mother's womb. He's involved in the formation. Praise God. Not only that, the psalmist says, you know my rising up. You know my lying down. You know my going. You know my coming. You know before one word comes to my mouth, you know it. You know everything about me. Even the number of my days on the earth is ordained and it is written down. God knows you intimately. Praise the Lord. And this God who knows you intimately wants you to know him intimately. Relationship is not a one-way relationship. But just like God is intimately, wants to be intimately involved in your life, He wants you to reciprocate and be involved in an intimate and an ongoing, loving, thriving, blossoming relationship with Him. God tells Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I knew you. Praise God. Hallelujah. God knows you better than your parents do. God knows you better than your spouse do. God knows you better than your children do. God knows you better than your closest friend. He knows your heartbeat. He knows the throbbing of your heart. He knows the burden that you carry. He knows the pain that you carry. He knows about the worry that you experience in your life. He see every teardrop that falls, that rolls down your cheeks. Praise God. He knows that you drench your pillow with your tears, with remorse, with sorrow that continues to plague our lives. Praise God. He knows everything about us. Praise God. If there is anyone seated here this morning, I want to assure you that God knows you intimately. He knows everything about you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Nothing has, nothing will ever take God by surprise. Praise God. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, he knew you. Praise God. For us, we can say life begins with conception. We can say that when we were born, when we came into this earth, we get to know each other in this world. But God knows you and me way before that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What does that mean? For us, life would start in womb. For God, he says, before you are formed in your mother's womb, you were in my heart. Praise God. You were on my mind. Praise God. 
Does that give you the assurance that you and I was in God's thoughts, in his mind, way before our grand entry on the face of the earth? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Here, God is telling Jeremiah, Jeremiah, not only I know you and I formed you, I have set you apart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, I have set you apart. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, that means God has a specific purpose for you and for me. Praise God. Even, even before he was born, God had a plan for his life. Guys, girls, I want to assure you that God has a plan for your life, for my life. You were on God's mind. You are in his thoughts. He's concerned about you. He cares for you. He wants to provide for your need. And he has set you apart with a great purpose in other words you and i are divinely designed by god for a purpose praise god hallelujah jeremiah was born with a certain task and god expected him to perform it praise god each person who is hearing me this morning According to the word of God, I want to tell you, God has a specific plan for your life. God has a specific task for you. God has a specific assignment for you. You are on an assignment. Tell your neighbor, you are on an assignment. Now tell your neighbor, I am on an assignment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, you and I are here on an assignment. Praise God. God, God has planned something beautiful for you and for me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, praise God. When you came into this world, God had a purpose for your life and my life. Praise God. We have a God-given purpose, a God-given assignment, a God-crafted assignment for each and every one of us. Praise the Lord. For Jeremiah, God says, I have appointed you to do what? Before you were born, I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some people think that God's dealings are exclusively confined to the spiritual domain alone. In other words, 
God is involved in our lives and he plans life. If you're a pastor, if you're a prophet, if you're a preacher, if you're an evangelist, that's it. That's what they think. No, God has a specific plan for you. Praise God. He has an assignment for you. God has created you with abilities. God has created you with unique, unique capacity. God has created you with a unique trait. God has created you with a unique gift. God has created you with a unique talent. God has created you with a unique IQ. God has created you to succeed in life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Appoint. To appoint means to assign officially or to equip or to furnish. Praise God. God appointed Jeremiah to be a prophet before he was born. You know, Jeremiah was born in a priestly family. So normally, and everybody in that family would be a priest. And this was a unique call that was coming upon Jeremiah that he should be, God had called him out to be a prophet to the nations. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, you know, how often have we taken time to ponder what is, it, what is God's assignment for you and for me. Have you taken time to ponder what is God's assignment for you? Praise God. If God knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb, praise God. Don't you think, and God has an assignment for you, it means that God will make known his will, his desire, his assignment that is for you. He will. Praise God. Take time to know what is it that God wants to do in and through your life. Praise God. I have talked to people who say, well, what if I don't like what God wants me to do? Have you asked that question? What if God were to ask you something that you don't want to do? Well, God has created us with the power to choose the will to either say yes or to say no. But let me tell you, you and I are wired for a very specific purpose. And when you align yourself with what God wants to do with your life, let me tell you, your life will continue to bloom and prosper and you find contentment and fulfillment in your life. Quite often when we say thrive, prosper, bloom, blossom, you know, the picture that comes to our mind is, oh, I'm going to be rich, I'm going to have no problem in life, and everything's going to be smooth sailing. That's not what it means. What it means is, regardless of what you go through in your life, there is a contentment and a fulfillment. You thrive regardless of what season you are in. 
Christ in your life does not make you exempt to the challenges of life. But having Christ in your life makes you, enables you to supersede and to conquer every hurdles and challenges of your life. Praise God. So you are wired with a purpose, with an assignment, and you find contentment. You find satisfaction. You feel deep down inside that you are doing what God has called you to do. Praise God. Whatever it is that God has called you to do. Praise God. I talk to people, there are so many people who say, I hate what you do, what I do. My goodness, what a miserable life that is. Can you believe? 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, 80 hours a week. You're doing what you hate. Wow. What a miserable life. God wants you to experience the abundance of life. Jesus said, I have Come so that you might have life and have it more, more abundantly. That means fullness of life where you position yourself in a place where God wants you to. Regardless of the challenges, regardless of the hurdles, regardless of the obstacle, you feel a divine contentment deep down inside you because you have connected to the divine designer's design concerning your life praise God God tells Jeremiah Jeremiah I've appointed you as a prophet for all the nations praise God hallelujah you know Jeremiah comes up of course with an excuse he gives a couple of excuses number one he says Lord you know I can't I can't talk. Hmm? Lord, I am too young. Praise God. Yeah. God assures him. What is he saying? Don't say you're too young. I will do what? You should go to the places that I send you. You should say the things that I command you. Praise God. I'm going to come with you. My presence is going to be with you. Praise God. And I will protect you. Praise God. The Lord that you and I serve will not push you and me into something that he cannot cover. Praise God. Hallelujah. Regardless of what challenges that you are facing in your pursuit for excellence, I want you to persevere in it because God's presence will hover around you. God's presence will cover around you. Praise God. His power will usher you into the purpose of God so that you are able to fulfill the divine design that God has concerning your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The plan of God is very unique. <laughs> Praise God. We quite often struggle 
with our finite mind to grasp the plan of an infinite God. Praise God. God is telling this young man, he's saying that I, I have appointed you as a prophet over the nations. I want you to speak into their lives. Praise God. God's plan are big size plans. God's plans are God size plans. Praise God. We need to align ourselves and get a wind. Praise God. Get an, get, get, get an insight into the purpose and the plan of God concerning our lives. We need to find where we fit in the plan of God. We need to find what's our niche in the plan of God. Where is it that I fit in the purpose of God? And that's where you will continue to bloom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. How often we look at our shortcomings, our limitations, and we tend to get paralyzed. God wants us to take our eyes off our limitations and put our eyes on him. He's able to strengthen us and to empower us and to take us forward in our lives. Quite often, we are plagued with the Phillips syndrome. What is Phillips syndrome? Anybody know what's Phillips syndrome? This is what Phillips syndrome is. Eight months wages are not enough to feed them. Jesus looked at the crowd and Jesus told his disciples, give them something to eat. Philip went to the blackboard, got his calculator out and he computed and he came up and he said, Jesus, even if you have eight months wages, We can't even feed Chick-fil-A's bites. How many of you have tried Chick-fil-A's breakfast bites? But the Bible says Jesus knew what he was going to do before he even talked to his disciples. What is it that God is asking us to do? What God is asking us to do is believe in him and partner with him. What do we try to do? Well, we try to become advisors to God. We try to become counselors to God. We try to come up with, with plans to God. The prophet once asked like this, Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been a counselor to him? And if we were around there, we would say, I am available, I can counsel. Phillips syndrome. Praise God. Yes. Get a wind of what God's plan is concerning our lives. And try to understand how far reaching is the purpose and the plan of God. We confine ourselves to our little world. Now we are in a virtual world. We try to confine ourselves in, 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 in a little world, but God's plan is far-reaching. 
Can you see yourself in the far-reaching program of God? Can you see your involvement and your contribution in a plan that God has put into motion that will outlive us? Praise God. Hallelujah. God tells Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I made you prophet over the nations. It's far beyond what you're imagining. Praise God. Hallelujah. Men and women of God who have done excellent for his kingdom, they all got a sight of how, how much impact they could make in their life. David, when he faced Goliath, do you remember what he said? Is this is the day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will shake you and take your head from you that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. They didn't have no CNN. They didn't have no WhatsApp. They didn't have no internet. But David is saying the whole world will know there is a God in Israel. Praise God. Catch a vision of how far reaching the plan and the purpose of God is. And find your role in that plan and go with the motion that God has initiated. So that way after our lifetime, what we have done for God, what we have spoken for God, what we have written for on behalf of Him, will continue to give to the body of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, then you can ask, well, if God has such a great plan for our lives, how come it doesn't materialize? Yeah. Based on this passage, I want to remind you a few things. One, when God calls Jeremiah, Jeremiah, tell, Jeremiah tells him what? What is the first thing Jeremiah says? Huh? Lord, listen, who, me? Yeah, you. Praise God. I do not know how to speak. I am too young. Why is it that many things that God wants to do in our lives does not become a reality? Number one, watch your mouth. Turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. What does that mean? What does that mean? Watch what you are saying. You hang around some people, they specialize in the art. They have mastered in the art of speaking negative. The only thing that they say is negative things. Then there is another group of people. They don't see negative things. They don't say negative things. You know what they do? They master in a different kind of heart. They only sow seeds of doubt. Very smart. I've seen this happening. They only sow seeds of doubt. What if? Praise God. But then there is another group of people. They speak what God speaks. 
So God told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, watch your mouth. Don't say that you are real. Praise God. I'm going to come with you. Praise God. I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to stand by you. Praise God. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? That you find what you're wired for, what you've been cut out for, regardless of the challenges, and then to have the God of universe to stand by you. Every exploits are not just simply done in the realms of the spiritual world. God wants us to employ our skills and our abilities and tap into arenas that are made and that are never been tried out. To be innovative in your thinking. Be advanced in your thinking. Go into realms that others have not gone. Graham Bell once went to a banker and asked the banker to sponsor his project. The banker looked at him funny and told him to get out of his office with the toy that you have brought into my office. The rest is history. Can you imagine what the banker must have felt years later when the telephone came into existence? Praise God. Think. God has wired you differently. He has given you unique ability. Do not be afraid to move, to go yonder into arenas that others have not gone. Because God is the one who gives ability. He's the one who strengthens you. Understand what God wants to do in and through your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Watch what you say. Was Jeremiah lying? No. Jeremiah said, I am young. He was young. He was telling the fact. Sometimes things that are factual might not be true. You have to see, we have to see ourselves as God sees. Praise God. Hallelujah. The, ten, the 12 spies who went to spy Canaan. 10 of them had a report which was factual. Which was a fact. They were not lying. They were not making up things. But what they forgot was what God had said about it. Praise God. You and I have been formed in our mother's womb by God. You and I, God knows you and me. Praise God. Before we were born. And God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. If that is the case, you and I will fare far, far better if we continue to say what he says. Reap 
reprogram the way that we talk, reprogram the way that we think, reprogram the way we rationalize, reprogram our logical way of thinking to God's way of thinking. Say what God says. Repeat what God repeats. Praise God. Hallelujah. God says, I'm going to put my word in your mouth. I have put my word in your mouth. What's in our mouth? What's in our mouth? Chewing gum? What's in our mouth? Let his word must not depart from our mouth. Praise God. You know, it's, it's contagious. It can be transferred to the next generation. You speak the word of God. Your children will pick up that word of God. You speak negative. Your children will pick up that trait without knowing just by simply hanging around you by default. Speak the word of life. Speak the word of God. Speak the word of truth. Speak at her. Pronounce the promises of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word of God is a power. Praise God. Munch on the word of God. Praise God. With your breakfast, take the word of God. With your bowl of cereal, take the word of God. With your heavy lunch, take the word of God. With your supper, take the word of God. And then meditate on it. Chew on it. Let it run through your system. Let it become part of your body. Praise God. So that you speak and you utter the word of God. You say what God says. Praise God. And God says, you go to the place that I sent you. And you say the things that I'm telling you to say. I am going to be with you. Praise God. My presence, praise God, will go with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can we change our confession? Can we confess what God says concerning our life, concerning our family, concerning our church, concerning our vocation, concerning our profession, concerning our endeavors, concerning our project. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who is influencing you? The word or the world? Praise God. Hallelujah. Know who we are and what we are cut out for and align ourselves with him so that he, the design, the divine design concerning our lives will be fulfilled. You are in his plan. Praise God. No doubt. You 
or in his plan, but are we going to align ourselves with his plan? Praise God. All eyes closed. Praise God. My friend, this morning as you're seated here, do you have doubts in your mind concerning yourself, concerning your call, concerning your status in Christ, concerning why you are here on the face of the earth? Praise God. Have you looked at yourself and doubted yourself? Have you questioned your existence? Do you think that you are an accident? Praise God. From God's word, I want to assure you, you are not accident. God is with intention, intentionally created you with an intention. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who's going to say this morning, I yield myself to the plan and the purpose of God. I will allow the word of God to take root in my life. And I will speak the word of God. I will speak the word on my life. I will speak the word on my children. I will speak the word over my family. I will speak the word over every endeavors that I take. Praise God. You are special to God. You are special to God. You are in God's heart. You are in his thoughts. You are in his plans. You carry the, the fingerprints of God. Praise God. This morning, would you say, I yield my life to you, Lord. Here I am. I am available for your purpose concerning my life to be fulfilled. If you are that person, to my right. If you are that person, I want you to slip your hands up all the way up. To my left. If you are that person, slip your hands up. Father, I thank you for your children, Lord. This morning as they align themselves into the plan and the purpose of God, I pray that your grace may abound. I pray that God's word will find place in their life. They will confess the word of God. They will speak the word of God. They will speak what God speaks. They will see what God sees. They will utter what God will utter. They will pronounce the pronouncements of God. May we all thrive as we find our niches in the purpose of God. In Jesus' name.